This is a download from the Clinical Audit Support Centre Limited. To find out more, visit www.clinicalauditsupport.com. Welcome to this, my second blog for the Clinical Audit Support Centre. To remind you, I work within clinical governance for a PCT. This blog focuses on the recent attempts to reinvigorate clinical audit and is entitled The True Wind of Change or Just a Lot of Hot Air. Since 31st of January 2008, when the Department of Health announced a number of new and important arrangements in relation to clinical audit, we have been waiting with bated breath for what it all means. These developments have meant that we now have some great acronyms, HGRIP, NCAPOP and Can You Tell Your NAG from your NCAG. Trying to understand who or what these all are is difficult enough for a seasoned clinical audit person, but trying to get your average director or clinician to understand what they are and what it means for clinical audit on the ground is a huge challenge. Out of all these developments, there was a lot of big talk and grand plans. One, recognition and valuing of clinical audit at the same level as research. Two, national clinical audits that are actually audits which communicate directly with clinical audit staff a more primary care focus and have quick turnaround of results. Three, more robust clinical audit requirements within the Standards for Better Health, with an expectation that clinical audit will be discussed at trust board level. Four, a website acting as a central resource for announcements, information, sharing audit tools and networking. Five, an expectation that commissioners will use clinical audits as a tool to ensure quality and inform care pathway development. Six, clinical audit as a key factor in revalidation and reaccreditation of doctors. And I'm sure there are more besides. What a great and exciting time it is to be in clinical audit. Or is it? All this sounds great, so don't get me wrong, but there needs to be more consideration of why these things aren't already happening. After all, the Chief Medical Officer reported in 2006 that audit was failing to meet its potential, and some big questions still need to be addressed if audit is to be truly reinvigorated including 1. How are clinical audit discussions going to make it to board level when the most senior clinical audit post is Agenda for Change Band 6? 2. How are we to persuade commissioners that they should be using clinical audit within commissioning processes when it isn't even mentioned in the world-class commissioning competencies? 3. How are we going to get clinical audit the same recognition and value as research when the term audit is used to describe anything from prescribing data, financial audit, staff surveys inspections, health equity reviews and other data collection exercises. When even clinical audit staff find themselves explaining their jobs as like research to avoid the blank stares of incomprehension and when the strategic health authority can't even tell you who their lead for clinical audit is. Four, how are more national clinical audits in primary care going to happen when PCTs have no express right of access to general practice data? Five, how is sharing of clinical audit tools going to happen when the forum for doing so is an organisation outside the NHS? And there has so far been no mention of how intellectual property issues will be addressed. So far, we on the ground are yet to see the fruits of the labour happening under these new arrangements. For now, we will be patient and watch this space and try to remain hopeful rather than sceptical that key issues will be addressed so that this really will be a change in culture, locally as well as nationally, for clinical audit rather than a lot of hot air. This podcast was recorded on the 24th of November 2008 and is copyrighted to the Clinical Audit Support Centre. Reproduction of this download is prohibited. Rebroadcast of this work is forbidden without the expressed written consent of the CASC team.